share when people think about studying for the exam, they think about how hard it is, mostly because the stories that have been told in the past get stuck in the, your present. Tell me, share with me a little bit of the experience, like your experience. That's exactly how I've been like my whole career. I work with the CHT because I've been, I've been an OT for 30 years in February. I would have <gasps> taken my NBC OTA exam. So it would be 30 years in February. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to circle back to that question. Yeah. I'm going to circle back to that topic because I get that question a lot. So go on. And I worked with a CHT at the other hospital I was at for a couple of years, but that was back in probably like, like 1995, 96 or something like that. And I was thought, wow. So she must have like looking at when the CHT exam, she must have just taken it a few years before because it was like brand new back then. That's and right. so, and then since then, I'm always, I've always been just like by myself at a clinic. So I have to rely on myself to figure things out and learn. And so I not, didn't have any mentors or anything like that. And so I, like I told you like a few months ago, 12, 15 years ago or something, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then I would buy some books and start studying and then life would happen. My kids were young and just things got in the way and I, I couldn't do it. And so then I cut, so then last September, I was, the MedBridge came out with the CHT prep course. And so I thought, oh, okay, this is a sign because I'm going to do this. Yeah. So I did it. And then I, I was going through finishing those videos and then like by spring, because I thought I'm going to do this in May. And by spring, I was like, I can't do this. What are you crazy? Like, you can't do this. And so then I think it was like in June and one of my other coworkers, she left to do an internship at U of M hospital, a fellowship, I should say. So okay. she's just finishing her one year fellowship. And I thought like in my head, like my crazy brain, I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to go get, become a CHC and come back and take my job. Like, <laughs> not that she would ever do that. But that's not no, like I'm so, it, thank you for sharing that because <laughs> I think that is a really relevant and real fear for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. So when I saw your thing in June on like Facebook or something, I started like following some of your videos and I thought, I can't do that. It's so much money. But I thought, but it's like a, it's a guide post. It's a guideline. And then there's another one that virtual and there's another one too. Yes. A year long or six months or whatever you want to make yeah. it. But I felt like watching those videos, it looked like every CHT I've ever met. Not snooty, but just like their brain is this big and mine is only this big. <laughs> so yeah. I was very intimidated. I'm like, I can't, oh no, I can't do that. But you just seem just more like down to earth. Okay. I, I could be, maybe I could do this with her. And so when I, you had suggested I wait till May because you felt like you should do the whole six months. And I thought, you know what? I, in my head, I'm just going to go for November and just try it and see what happens. And I studied, like, I just lived in my bedroom for three months, <laughs> but I had been studying like before that too. So it yes. wasn't like I just did three months, but I had been studying a lot before that, but I just thought I'm just going to take it now. And then I'll take it again in May and like yeah. you had said you would go over like areas that you could study more and focus yeah. on. And like you said, you kept saying, don't put pressure on yourself. 
don't like people that don't do well when they feel like I have to do it this time. So yeah. I remember, like I said, so many like novenas and prayers and rosaries <laughs> to keep me calm. But I just remember like when I went in to do it, all these little things kept like, it was so bizarre. Like when I got there, my login didn't work. Oh. And then you're embarrassed because they're bringing people in to try to figure it out. But all these other people are trying to take your test. So you feel like you're disturbing them. And, and then they finally figured it out. And then something else weird that happened. Oh, and then my phone kept going off, but I had left it out in the front. So they came in. Is this your phone? Can you come out and turn it off? And I'm like, oh my gosh, where did I leave it? There's <laughs> <laughs> all these weird things. And I'm just like, okay, just be calm. Just take the test. And I, like, I was like, if the proctor was watching us, I'm sure they were, but my arms were like this and I'm doing all these crazy. Yeah. She, I'm like, that's what they told us to do. Your arms <laughs> are your cheat sheet. Tie your hands behind your back while you take the test. No, your arms are your yeah. cheat sheet. But I just felt like when I finished, I thought that's weird because there wasn't anything on the test that was completely foreign. Like I had never heard before where before I started like with your course. I also did the ASHT one. There's like a video bomb book. Yeah. So I was doing both at the same time, which is like insane. Like, but, but I felt like, like everything, like nothing was completely foreign that I could just like rule in and rule out what was the right answer. And so that, and I think that helped too, to critically think what's the right answer what's the best answer and were you on the study calls were you on the Saturday study yeah. calls? Yeah, yeah 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 those are really good too because at first the first one I was like we just spent an hour and we went through eight questions this is not gonna work but that well like, I didn't understand the process but then I was like oh okay so now and it was so funny because she would always say okay she wouldn't always say but sometimes she'd say this is a really hard question. It's really complicated. Does everybody take a deep and she would take a deep breath? And I'd be, I swear almost every question, I'm like, like okay, take a deep breath. <laughs> it kept me calm and my brain to not explode. Yeah. So all those little things just helped to keep me focused. And I, like I when I was at work, they sent out the email, you know there and I was like I can't look at this here because I probably didn't pass that was my thought and I thought you know what you already know you probably didn't pass just look at it. so you checked it and then what happened oh, I, I checked it and and I was like the what this said I passed and I'm like the, and I started like shaking like I was just like what <laughs> and so I walked out into the hallway and we have this we have a new supervisor now and it's a guy before the girl that signed off on my that I had enough hours and I told her I'm like, you can never ask me about this again. I'm going to do it sometime, but I'm not telling you when. I'm not talking about it. She was like, okay, Colleen, but you're going to be good. Okay. So she's gone. So now I have this guy, but I kind of know him, but I walk in his office and I hand my phone. I'm like, read this and tell me what it says. And so he's reading it. He's like, oh, this is good. Colleen. Why are you crying? Why? Why? What's wrong? He's like, oh, hold on. I don't know how to deal with women crying. <laughs> And they cry. He's like, "This is good, right? This is good." <laughs> so, um, but I was just like, "Lord, that I had passed." And I still, like, he'd say, "Can we tell people? Can I start telling people?" And I'm like, "No, can I get my certificate first? I told like a couple like, of my people in my clinic. 
You're like, I don't know if I believe this until I have it sent to me. And somebody said, they're like, oh, I saw your name on the, like the Facebook page that, that posts all the names of the people that passed. And I was like, really? If it was there, I should probably look. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like okay so that's two things and so he's like, okay you have two things can we start telling people and I'm like he's like okay. I need to start telling people okay like, just get my certificate <laughs> so that took forever to come but I've told some people before yeah. that but yeah I just kept thinking like they were gonna say like, oops we made an error like you, yeah. you did the work right uh, yeah you really did the work and kudos to you. My recommendations usually come, I'm just not pulling stuff out of my ass. Like my recommendations come from what you tell me and what's right. possible. I have these series of questions and that's where the recommendation was, we can take this along mm -hmm. and also shoot for it at this time, but right. it might not be enough. So don't put that kind of pressure on yourself. So let me ask you because, because of the type of premium program and the price of my program, people do take other programs before they even take mine. Well, they'll take other programs and find that there's some missing pieces or they're just, they still feel like they're, they don't have enough. And what would you say is the biggest difference that kind of sealed the deal for you that made you feel it was possible to take the exam? Because like you said, you took it earlier because you're like, I'm ready. What was it about the mm -hmm. program that helped you feel that way? I think it was just like just following that timeline and having that structure. And so I just thought, okay, so you've just studied like really hard for three months. And even if I think even if I didn't feel like I was ready, I think in my brain, I was still just, you're just going to take it in this and then see where you have to like study more. Because if you wait till May and then so you don't do well now you gotta wait till november so yeah. in my head it was like i'm just gonna take it now and then whatever areas i need to improve it should show on the test or something yeah. like that but <clears throat> i think it was i needed that structure because anytime like before this anytime it would, if you went on the asap website it was just like look at read all these books and it's not gonna work for me and i don't work in like a hand clinic and I didn't have a mentor to help me. And yeah. so there was just a ton of gaps and I can't just read a bunch of books. So I think it was very helpful to have a set timeline. We're going to focus on this and then we're going to focus on this. And then the videos really help so that, cause it's like not just reading, you're seeing what you're, and you're practicing and writing on yourself. And yeah. it was just, I think it was all those things really helped. All the strategies. like Yeah. Well, yeah. basically the curriculum of the program along with, which is, has the built-in structure to it, helped you to feel more confident and more, yeah. um, and just like fill in those gaps of knowledge and help you feel more prepared to take it earlier right. than later. Yeah. And I, like, I haven't taken a, like a test like that, like I said, in, in 30 years. And even back then they didn't really talk about test taking strategies or, yeah. anything like that and like the that ASHT one that's it's like a bunch of videos they didn't really I don't think they really talked about test taking strategies or anything like that it was good and uh, but I think it was very helpful to have those strategies yeah 
<clears throat> One thing that I hear from other people is the inability, like a lot of these other programs that are available, they're literally just regurgitating stuff from the book. But really, at the end of the day, one of the things that I try to do, and it's important that it's built in into the program that I've created, is the ability to critically think through and connect all of the information, connect all the information so you can apply it. Because at the end of the day, you are treating the patient. And when you reverse engineer, I do this in the treatment room, but I might not fully understand why I'm doing it, why I chose to do that versus something else. And so mm -hmm. if I don't understand that fully. It's hard for me to explain it to them, hard to, for me to explain to the doctor or the referring sources. But now you have that understanding. Mm -hmm. So you can either, you can work backwards and get to that information or from that information, you can make decisions about what to do, which yeah. is, yeah. All right. Perfect. Awesome. So one of the questions you said that you, you said that you've been a therapist for 30 years <laughs> and didn't ever think that this was a possibility for you. I have so many therapists who think that you have to be young, you have to be with no children, you have to be early on in your career to become a certified hand therapist and that somehow as we get older, we don't have the capacity in our brain to study and take the exam. And for me, I don't think that it's true. I look how smart some of the older people are that are right. still doing so much we have the capacity to do it no matter how many years how no matter how old we are and I think that it really just takes a certain commitment to the process the commitment to the journey right outside of the fear of losing your job what was your driving factor to not allow age to stop you from achieving a career goal I occasionally we would get scripts from doctors, like surgeons, and it would say CHT. So then we would have to call and I'd have to talk to the doctor say, I'm not a CHT, but I'm going to follow this protocol. And I have worked with a, like a flexor tendon repair before. And so then I felt like I was here to say, hey, I'm pretty sure I can do this. And, and the patient would want to come here because like the other clinic was too far or right. you know, something like that. It, it drove me crazy, like having to turn people away when I knew I could see them. And I knew I could treat them. Yeah. And it's not like, I didn't know anything and yeah but it still it, it does make me nervous if I was to be working in a like a full like your clinic where you're getting all these walk-in surgeries yeah. I feel like I need a day to look up and say oh okay I have this tomorrow I'm gonna read up on the protocol and see what I have to do and it doesn't it's not just all the protocols in my head <laughs> I know my therapist has it hard huh <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah you don't but want, just, you didn't want to keep explaining yourself yeah, yeah. And I, I just want, I just kept nagging at me. Oh, you would say, oh, you should totally do it. You're smart enough and you can do it. And, but I didn't believe it myself and I had to shut my brain off. To what made it. you believe? What made you believe in yourself? Because you studied I, regardless. I don't know. Maybe I just, in the back of my mind, I had a, like a feeling that I could do it. But, but my brain kept telling me you couldn't do it. Yeah, no. So, it's a constant fight, right? The devil and the angel. Yeah. And I feel like I have, I'm like, even now, like, I feel like I'm like a baby CHT. I'm like, I just got certified. I don't know. Really, but I think I have that imposter syndrome too, that a lot of people struggle with that. I just yeah. always feel like I'm never good enough and I don't know yeah. enough. And so yeah. 
<clears throat> I don't know. Enough. I always think when it comes <clears throat> to imposter, like, I think an imposter is someone who's lying. Yeah. Are you lying? No. That's exactly. <laughs> Are you like, it's a thing that you have to, tr- you have to, in a way, trick your brain because the part of the brain that always leads with the negative, it's like the devil that always thinks that things are bad and things are wrong. That part of the brain is strong because it's a protective mechanism. Yeah. Think about compensatory patterns, right? How fast does that come and how fast do they develop those (laughs) patterns? It's because your body is always trying to protect itself. Right. So, is your brain. So your brain is always constantly protecting itself from to keep you safe, to keep you, the ego, the person safe. And so that part of the brain is just, it's stronger, it's easier. So the other part of your brain, that's the real you, knows what is actually true. But that that does make sense. Yeah. So I never thought about it. Yeah. So yeah, it's, you have to like that part of your brain has to be like, no, I'm safe, safe. I'm good. Nothing can harm me because I'm not lying. So whenever you feel like, oh my God, I don't know as much as the other or I don't know enough. No, enough. Cause you're, you're never lying and we can't know everything, <clears throat> but do you work in a hospital? It, yeah. It's attached to a hospital. It's an okay. outpatient clinic. We work. I used to work in a hospital. Remember Jaco? Did you? Uh-huh. Have Jaco? Yeah, we have Jaco. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hate Jaco. <laughs> I know. It's, but you know how you know stuff. But when Jaco comes around, everyone's like shitting in their pants. Yes. Because you don't want someone to catch you lying. So, what do they train you to say when Joe Jaco comes around? I know the answer, but let me double check to confirm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that's the part of your brain that not everyone is like really quick like for example I can't do math in my head Mm -hmm. I can do math I got a calculator I know how to work that but I'm never like fast with my brain in terms of that I'm not fast with like the one of the reasons why I don't do quizzes in my program is because that's not how the test tests you, but I'm not mm-hmm. good with quizzes. I no. don't need to pop up in my face all of a sudden one day and be like, do you know this? What is that? <laughs> yeah, like, that would just shut me down. That would shut me down. I don't, I don't know the answer. So that's like this fight or flight, but stuff, but it's the way that the information is coming at you that makes you pull back. So if you right. always go, yeah, I know, but you know what? Just before I confirm with you, get a few minutes and then I'll get back to you. Oh, Jaco is. That's how yeah. when you want just sometimes we just need a little bit of time. Like I I can shoot off the hip from other ways. Like I can take a concept and I could take something complex and make it really simple. So that's just my gift. That's like unique to me, but I can't rattle off like trivia to save my life. Yeah. So how <clears throat> you are that's your awareness and just understanding that and saying, no, it's not that you have imposter syndrome in the sense that I'm not lying. Mm-hmm. So let me get a few minutes, gather my thoughts and my perspective, my opinion for you. And I'll, I'll come back. I'll come back and tell you once I've gathered my thoughts. Right. Yeah. You know how to take <clears throat> a tendon. 
you know how to do a hand, a wrist, and up like you, because a joint is a joint. You know how to do it. It's just sometimes it's just cold. Give me a minute because you're a thoughtful, intentional person. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Most therapists I know are not liars. No. no. We like, no. so we care about the patients more than they care about themselves yeah. half the time. <laughs> but to me, I'm kind of like, you're not an imposter because you're not lying. Yeah. So it's just a, it's a way of reframing it. Always mm -hmm. know that my intention is there and it's good. Yeah. 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 That's a different way. I never thought about it like that before. <laughs> Cause my brain's saying, you don't know enough. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not supposed to know it all. That's what the internet's for. Yeah. We're not, we're, we shouldn't know everything. One of the things I always say about becoming a certified hand therapist isn't just about getting the letters it is, but it's about that commitment to constantly learn and develop mm -hmm. yourself. When you see progress in your career and in what you're doing, it keeps it exciting. It keeps you wanting to work. And that's really one way of preventing burnout, the healthcare fatigue, all these like catch phrases that people are putting labels to, there's solutions to them. But problems are always more a clickbaity. Like problems always get more attention than solutions. So those are the words. But if we focus and we say, oh, I am doing things to further myself along. I am always improving year upon year and learning more every single time, then it's worth it. Yeah. So has, got, yeah. has getting the CHC changed anything for you? No, not, I don't think so, really. I don't, I don't know. I have my like, little pin on my badge I wear. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I sign my things differently. I got three more letters behind my name. This is all electronic. And so <clears throat> it's like, I don't know if I can even, I don't know. I guess I should see if I can change my signature on the electronic form. Because they all just say PT and. Oh my God, girl. I Colleen, <laughs> you better get on that and redo your signature. I don't know. If, I, I guess I have to find out how you do that. Because I've not seen, I've never seen anybody's that says anything different than like OT or PT. Oh, so girl. I have to find out. Yeah, your signature, your signature <clears throat> changes. They just have to add a comma and a C and an H and a T and that's yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah, our signatures, we sign our things and then it's just an electronic image and it gets embedded in our oh, okay. thing. So I don't know if it does for you, but yeah, because we don't like physically sign. It oh, just no, is automatically signed. Yeah, it's just like done, submit. Because yeah. even like with my, because I'm a certified lymphedema therapist too, those initials aren't even on there. So I guess I'm putting that on. I should probably put, see if they can put those on too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you gone and uh, marketed yourself to some of the surgeons so you don't have to explain <clears throat> things and you can just say, I'm a CHC. So your patient. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I haven't yet because I've been like so busy at work. So I guess when I have some downtime, I'll have to do that. Can you get rid of some of your non-hand therapy? Or you don't have to become a snooty CHT and be like, I only treat right. for attendance. I'm the only therapist. I'm the only OT in my clinic. So uh -huh. I don't think I can really get rid of any because I don't have enough patients unless I suddenly get a bunch of hand patients but you're like sorry I gotta make space I gotta make space for this crush injury awesome oh, but yeah it's good and then I also we also hired um 
a, a brand new therapist who's in the outpatient clinic. So I've been mentoring her over the past year too. So I was like, geez, that, that was another reason too. I was like, I should, I have to go, I have to do this because like, I'm supposed to be mentoring her. <laughs> and you're like, I want to know what I'm saying. Right. For real. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome that's so great I know that that time and money your time to be in the program your money to commit to the program is a big ask right big ask people that's all they have is time and money have you felt that the program the program is was worth it for you yeah, yeah. Because it's like I said, it's like you were saying, if you were to take a college class or something, it would cost like that much anyway, and you probably wouldn't even get that much out of it. <laughs> yeah. I, I and there's not that. any classes. Yeah. That's the thing too, is there's not anything, there's not any very many like this even. Yeah. Fellowships cost like twelve to $15,000. Yeah. The, um, you don't even get your CHG. Yeah, the OT that's doing it from our clinic, she didn't have to pay, but she had to take a pay cut in order to do it. So, paying. yeah, so you're paying. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So because she was like, yeah, it's a lot less money, but it's a really good experience. And I was thinking, but it's I find it odd, like they're paying her less, but she technically right now is the last one because they have to save money to build some building or something like that <laughs> at U of M. Yeah, but it's tough tough out there right now in the business market. So however you need to make yourself more marketable is how, because if you're not growing and you're not doing more, then you're dying. You're backsliding. Congratulations again for (laughs) doing the hard work, doing the hard work and really just getting it done. It takes a lot of bravery and commitment on your part to to do it. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> All right, awesome. All right, I'll, I'll edit and okay. do some stuff with this, but we'll share it because I think a lot of people needed to hear that it doesn't matter how old. So I get that question yeah. a lot. Yeah, you. it's a lot to study though. There's another therapist at the, another clinic and she's yeah. a couple of years younger than me. And yeah. she last year, she's kind of another person that she's, we're going to do this, Colleen. And I'm like, okay. So I kept going. She was like, yeah, maybe I'll do it in May. Yeah. <laughs> it is a lot. It is a lot. But in the end, it's it's worth it because yeah. the way I see it is when something is easy, everyone's doing it and then no one values it. When you put right. your work, you put hard effort and work to it. Like there's pride in there that mm-hmm. not everyone can do it. And, but you did it. Right. And yeah, it wasn't easy. It was hard. But... It's not supposed to be easy. It's yeah. not supposed to be easy because if it was easy, nobody would want it. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a sniff. Sorry for all the sniff people. Mm-hmm. Working in a sniff is easy here, but hard on your body. Wants it. Not nobody, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I found your program and I appreciate all your hard work. And I don't know how you make all these videos. Because <laughs> there's it's a, a lot, lot of work. It's a lot of, it's, <laughs> people think it's easy going on it's a lot of work you see the inside part it's a lot of work but I love it it gives me great joy I I can't imagine doing anything else it's been a blessing all right thank you I'm sorry were there were there others that from our like little cohort that that passed it in November too oh my gosh yeah yeah absolutely absolutely
That's for yeah, sure. We, we never really talked to each other like in a group. So I didn't really feel like I knew them. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I hope they all passed. Some groups talk to each other a lot. And then some groups don't talk to anybody. It's really yeah. interesting. It's just whoever is in there. I always encourage like one of the other past years, they, they talked to, they were tons of study clusters and I think this last one not too many people got together but the way I see it is you have to find something that works for you there is no time to waste to be nice and say oh I'll still work with you or or study with you when it doesn't work for you sometimes people say oh I want to study with you but then they're not studying and then you come and they want you to teach them. You're like, I thought we were studying together. I didn't know I was supposed to study and then somehow drag you along because you didn't study and you weren't prepared. So we can have a back and forth where you're challenging me and I'm challenging you. Yeah. So it's important to have the right the right people studying with yeah. you. So that's why there's the live calls. So you see people, you might not have questions, but other people will have questions you mm-hmm. didn't think of, and you, but you get the benefit of those questions. You get the benefit yeah. of those questions and you get the benefit of those answers. And then right. we go on to the study group calls, like everyone is there too. And then it's, okay, how do you think through the question? Because it's not about getting the question. It's about understanding why you got it right and understanding why you got it wrong. Mm-hmm. If you're just all about, let me get it right. Then you'll never know what you don't know. Yeah. So that's um, key. That's key. Yeah. All right, Colleen, I got to go. I got to yeah, run. Okay. Off. but I really appreciate you taking your time thank you so much yeah thanks again I'll see you on the next call yeah okay bye bye Hey, thanks for listening to Huang's World Podcast. If you are brand new to the hand therapy world, head over to my website, www.handtherapysecrets.com, where you can get started with some of our free guides and paid programs for both OTs and PTs diving into the world of hand therapy. Or if you've been listening for a while, watching on our YouTube channel, and you think you could benefit from developing and moving your career further along in hand therapy, reach out to me and my team at info at and tell us exactly what you're looking for. By the way, if you know someone who could benefit from today's show, please share. Thanks. See you on the next episode.